0: Hey girl welcome back to another episode of rock that fitness with anna rockstar thanks so much for tuning in girl i appreciate you so much whatever you're doing if you're walking if you're driving your car grocery shopping whatever you're doing while you're listening to my podcast from the bottom of my heart thank you so much for tuning in and listening i appreciate you so much I'm excited about this episode I have for you today. Um, It is pretty packed full. It's pretty packed full, so you might need to take it in in pieces. I don't know. Maybe you want to listen to the whole thing, but um, I'm excited about it because I'm pretty much walking you through the basic, easy, simple steps. Nothing's easy, right? Sometimes things are not easy, but the simple steps of what I'm doing for my My mini cut, how I'm trying to shed some fat right now in this next four to five, four to six weeks, right? Did I say that? Was it six to eight weeks? I can't even remember. But my process, it's the same process that that we coach, um, Abby and I in Rock That Fitness. So I hope that you enjoy it. I hope you get something out of it. I'm gonna talk about setting calories, setting your protein, who is this for? um, tracking your weight and having realistic weight expectations. I know a lot of this I talk about, but it's always good to be reminded. I'm always happy to be reminded of things that helps me remember. (laughs) Anyway, I really hope that you enjoy this as much as I did. I'm your host, Anna Wilson, certified personal trainer, nutrition coach, and registered nurse. I'm also the founder and very proud coach of Rock That Fitness, the best online women's fitness community ever. If you haven't yet done so, please hit that subscribe button so that you never miss an episode. Rock That Fitness with Anna Rockstar is a podcast that I created for you to bring you fresh insight that will help you improve your own fit lifestyle. Each week, I'm bringing you a thought-provoking show that challenges and inspires you to get out of your comfort zone and live your own best rockstar life through nutrition, fitness, and mindset. So get ready, get set, Lace up those shoes, and let's go rock that walk. I can buy myself flowers, wrap my name in the sand, talk to myself for hours, say things you don't understand. All right, girl, if you know, you know. How are you doing today, girl? I'm coming in here today to break down a lot of stuff I want to talk about um, having to do with what I'm doing right now, which is um, if you follow me, if you're following me on social media, if you're following me on Instagram, especially because you know I live on Instagram um, or Facebook and a little bit on TikTok, um, I've been sharing my you know, for a lack of a better way to call it a mini cut. And what is a cut? Because some people don't even know what a cut is. It's basically when you're cutting, you're shedding fat, okay? Um, I'm not looking to necessarily lose weight, but I, I think that's going to kind of correlate a little bit over the long haul. So the goal for me, um, if you've been following me, is that I'm trying to shed some fat because, Come on, let's face it, over the holidays and many, many months, slowly after my surgeries and stuff, I have gained some, I've already talked about this. I think if you follow me, you know. Um, so um, I've been able to fit in my clothes just fine, yadi yadda, yadi. but yeah, my jeans were feeling snuggy. So let's get this, let's just, you know, nip this in the bud. Not, not that things were out of control. Definitely not out of control. I knew, you know, I knew what was going on um, living my best life, enjoying all the foods, all the fun, all the greatness. And then it's like, yeah, catching up with me, you know, and I know, and I know, and I know, and it's really simple science. Basically, you know, you put in more energy than you're putting out, then you will have weight gain. It's, it's just simple science. It's not anything to be embarrassed about, ashamed about. It is what it is. Um, so that's what I'm doing. And I want to share with you, The actual steps that I'm taking and that I have taken, because this isn't the first time, and it's not like I let myself get out of control over and over and over, whatever, you know, it's not like that. It's just like, it's living in maintenance, basically, but from time to time, you know, you want to reel things in just a tad so that's what I'm doing and I figured since I'm doing this what better you know what better opportunity like I'm gonna I'm gonna break this down and the things that I want to talk about so some of this is definitely going to be refresher reminder but you know what what is the hardest part really of of trying to make changes the hardest part is remembering we hear a good quote we learn something new and exciting, something educational. We get some new knowledge, but then we wonder, why are we putting this into practice, you know? Well, because the hardest part is remembering. So, so some of this will be reminders. So I hope that this helps you. Um, I know that, uh, you know, for myself, I like to hear things more than once. Uh, sometimes I listen to books more than once and I get something new out of it the next, you know, second time, maybe third time. And I think a lot of people can relate to this. And a lot of what I'm going to talk about today, I do believe that I addressed in one of my very first episodes on the podcast, I think I want to say it's RTF number four and that was the Rockstar Approach to Successful Weight Loss. So um, Christy, if you want to refer back to that and put that in the show notes, RTF number four, Rockstar Approach to Successful Weight Loss. But you know, there is a difference between weight and fat when we are trying to lose Quote unquote weight. And I just want to make that clarification that make that distinction because because the scale weighs everything, you know muscle, fat, fluid, food in your stomach, um, everything and then add in, in added water, right? We have water retention is either higher or lower depending on what's going on in our in our day. So so yeah, there's going to be a lot of reminders in here. And the other thing so so basically what I'm going to go over, so when I want to talk about, first I want to talk about who can follow this, and then I want to talk about setting your calories and your protein, number three. So wait, hold on, let me back up. Number one, me and the cut and how it's going. I kind of already said that. Number two, who can follow this, this program, this plan, whatever you want to call it. Number three, setting your calories and your protein. Number four, weight loss goals. Number five, scale weight. And then I'm going to touch a little bit on believing in yourself, um, self-efficacy. So before I dive right into all of those points that I want to make, I want to just kind of step aside here for a second and talk about something just kind of like a little self-help kind of a thing. Because all of the things that we are trying to improve on um, in our lives really revolve around well, not revolve, they're driven by our mindset. And I'm a big proponent on this. This is something I talk about a lot, I feel like, and I believe in this. Like, If your mindset is not in the right mindset, <laughs> then you're going to struggle. Bottom line, you're gonna struggle with whatever endeavor, whatever goal, whatever outcome you are hoping to achieve. So um, one of the things I wanna talk about here, just as a side note for mindset, and that is your persistence. Having success is going to come down to your persistence, and so how can you develop the habit of persistence? And this idea, this concept, is not new. It's um, it goes way, way back. And one of the um, one of the authors, one of the first authors, self help books authors is Napoleon Hill. I'm sure you have seen many of his books. Which one of his most popular self help books is Think and Grow Rich. And his concepts here are how to have habit. Uh, the habit, how to develop the habit of persistence. I think that's what it is, or the success. Anyways, four things that I'm just going to touch on real quick. And I want you to think about this for yourself with your own, your own goal, your own outcome, hopes and dreams. Okay. There's four things and anyone can apply these things. And I just, I love this because I don't think it's difficult, which by the way, nothing's really complicated. There really are very simple solutions to just about everything so keep things simple I love to keep things simple I know I have a lot of I've learned a lot in my life okay so I believe in just taking all of the things that I've learned that are like very microscopic things that I've learned all the details to and I like to just break it down and make it this is simple nobody needs to complicate this there's nobody to impress around here let's just keep things simple so number one So there's four points here, right? Number one is to have a purpose and a very strong desire attached to that. This isn't new. I talk about this with having your goals. So for example, if you want to have, you have a fitness goal, you have a weight loss goal, a health goal, that's wonderful, that's great. But you need to have attached to it a very strong desire, like emotional attachment to it, number one. So when you see yourself kind of waning from your goal, your your plan, whatever it is, go revisit this. What What is this that you, what is your purpose? And is that desire strong enough? Because girl, if the, strong, if the desire and the emotion attached to what you want isn't strong enough, then maybe you don't want it bad enough so that you don't have to beat yourself up and keep on it's just like, really? Just revisit this. Decide. What do you want? Okay, number one. That's the purpose and having a strong desire. Number two, having a plan of action, okay? Having a plan and putting it into action. That's what's number two. Having a plan, putting it into action. We do this in Rock That Fitness. Rockstar, if you're listening, we do this. The next three things, this one and the next two. Plan, put it into action. We've got a plan. We've got a plan inside of Rock That Fitness. We've got a plan for your nutrition. We've got a plan for your strength training. And then number three, that you have your mindset is closed, closed off to all negativity, all negative messages out there from people like your friends, your co-workers, your family members, your your acquaintances. All of those negative messages coming in. Number three is your mind is completely closed off to that. That's why I always say like, put your blinders on, girl. Keep your blinders on. Okay closed mindset to all that negativity. Okay. Number four. Oh, when we talk about mindset all throughout Rock That Fitness, like it's the, it is like the life of what we do in Rock That Fitness mindset. Number four, accountability. You need to have accountability Somebody, one person, many persons that is the the person that is going to encourage you and remind you of what you said you're going to do so that you can do what you said you're going to do. They hold you accountable. They make sure they remind you that you got to stick to your to your plan that you are you sticking to your plan, paying attention to you. They're there for you they're lifting you up and encouraging you and supporting you so that you can follow through with your plan, your purpose and remind you of your desire. Remember? Remember why? <laughs> and Rock That Fitness is the same. Y'all, I girl, I can't help it. I have got I have to mention this because we've got the most amazing the most amazing online women's fitness community ever, Rock That Fitness and the community is very strong and yes, we have accountability. And you know what? I have accountability. I've been having accountability. I've talked about this in the podcast before. I have accountability. I have so much account. I have my own. I have my own accountability with my own mentors in my life. I have accountability, even just in social media in general. Hello, my life is out there. I'm on the hook, people. Everybody knows what's going on. Um, full disclosure, transparency. It's a great. It's a great thing. I I feel really good about it. I love it, but it is accountability. And whether I want to admit it or not, I do show up, you know, and share what's going on. So I'm having accountability every single day when I'm posting. Y'all, if you're following me, you know, I'm posting my picture every single day on social media (laughs) to say, I'm showing up. Here's my weight, and here's my picture this morning. Good morning. Um, So that for me is accountability. And you know what? Accountability is not easy. We don't always want to show up, right? but we do it. And I'm telling you, I've done this before. I've gotten up in the morning every day, taking a picture of myself whenever I've done a a mini cut online on social media in the past. And it's, it's something it is, it's obligatory, but I love doing it. But like I said, you don't always feel like it. I don't always feel like getting up, weighing myself first thing and taking a picture and send, putting it out there on social media. Not because I don't, want to have that out there on social media because I don't want to go through the steps but I like the outcome I like the outcome because I'm getting the feedback that um, many women appreciate seeing that scale that the scale naturally fluctuates I'm going to get to that in a minute but anyway that's my point my point is you got to have accountability I don't care what kind of a but you need accountability for your goal okay and this accountability and rock that fitness is by far the best I mean we are a huge We're a huge community of like-minded women who are getting up every single morning, putting our feet on the floor and saying, I got this and I'm not alone, which I love that. We're not alone. So let's go ahead and dive. Let's dive right into this. My first point that I'm going to talk about is actually setting up your calories and your protein. And I want to keep things simple out there. There are so many messages about counting your macros and what percentage should be protein, what percentage should be carbs and fats and girl, let's keep things simple, I'm telling you and experts in the nutrition field will tell you, it does not have to be complicated. If you are trying to lose fat and maintain your lean body mass, all you really need to do is be in a calorie deficit and make sure that you're getting adequate protein. So let's talk about calories. How can you set up your calories? This is the same thing I do. I'm doing the same thing. It's not complicated. Very simple. You can take the number 12 times your goal body weight, whatever that goal is, 12 times that that will be a modest calorie deficit. I'm very, I'm very adamant about this being a modest calorie deficit. Please do not go into an extreme calorie deficit. So you can do that. Um and, and some of these numbers, mind you, they they are more extreme. Like if you wanted to do 10 times 100 like, t- like 10 times your goal body weight, <laughs> I' almost put some number, but like I'm going to give you an example in just a second. 10 times your goal body weight in pounds, or 11 times your goal body weight in pounds, or 12 times your goal body weight in pounds. All of this, is not the perfect number let's get that through our heads every single one of us has a different metabolism and it's going to depend on you and your activity level your age your height your weight your genetic predisposition all these things play a role so the other way you could find a number to start with like i said it's not the perfect number this isn't the perfect perfect calorie deficit number this is a number to start with Go online and type in search calorie calculator and you will find caloriecalculator.net. Caloriecalculator.net. We're going to link this in the show notes as well. And you're going to put in your information in here, your age, your weight, your height, all those things. And then make sure when you choose your activity level that you're honest with it. You know, it's going to ask you like one to two days exercise, four to five days or five to six or six, whatever it is, be honest with it. Um, you know, I can look at my my routine and if you follow me on social media, you probably think that I am exercising intensely all the time every day, but that's not really true. And I know myself and you also have to take into consideration like your daily NEAT, your non-exercise activity thermogenesis, which is just all your daily things, walking around, doing chores, walking from the car to the store, the parking lot, going upstairs. These kind of things are just like your everyday movement. And if you're sitting at a desk all day long, and but you exercise, you have to take into consideration that as well. So again, this isn't going to be the perfect number, but if you are going to do caloriecalculator.net, choose a modest calorie deficit. And in there, it will say regular. I think it's like one pound a week or half a pound a week or something like that. Um, But don't choose extreme. Don't choose the extreme. There's an option there for extreme. And please, because you're just going to be setting yourself up for disappointment if you do that. The, The reason why setting a modest calorie deficit is so important which by the way it's still a deficit okay but this allows your body to adapt slowly so that your metabolism moves along with you at a healthy sustainable rate with your with your fat loss so this is the reason and it also gives you the opportunity gives you a chance to to still kind of add in some of those fun foods things that you enjoy in moderation throughout the week so you're not feeling so overly restricted And you can you can still maintain being in your calorie deficit over the long haul, and it's not so extreme. This is why, because if you are in an extreme calorie deficit, um, I'm not going to be the first one to tell you this. It's it's not going to last. At some point, your mind we're like kids, (laughs) and when you can't have something, you what do you want? You want that something. So why not be in moderation, enjoy those some things sometimes, and then make this last the long haul. Then, then you're not going to be doing this yo-yo dieting off and on, you know, being really, really good during the week, and then just falling off on the weekends, right? Like this happens. It's very common knowledge. So this is the reason why I talk about staying in a modest calorie deficit. Um, not to mention, if you are in an extreme calorie deficit, you may be basically at your basal metabolic rate. And what is a basal metabolic rate? Your basal metabolic rate is the rate at which your body is processing everything energy, um, just at rest. Okay. And we're not just sitting, we're we're not just sleeping all day. So you need more, you need more calories than just your basal metabolic rate. So I want to caution you here. I know there are some coaches out there online that don't, that don't, um, I don't know if they don't know or why, but they are leading some people in the wrong direction and they've got them in an extreme calorie deficit and this is going to wreak havoc on your health, on your body, on your metabolism, on your endocrine system. So please don't be in an extreme calorie deficit. You are not doing yourself any favors at a thousand calories or 1100 calories unless you really, unless that really is your calculation. Please rethink that. Okay, that's enough (laughs) on that part of it. So let's talk about myself here. When I choose my calorie deficit, please don't use my numbers. Use your own numbers. This is so so important. Um, I'm I had to learn a lot about myself um, while I was on the, in this process. It took me it took me a long time to really dial in my own calorie deficit. And it also when I was finally finding it, I couldn't believe it. I it was kind of like well, you know, I thought my, I thought my calorie deficit was this number, but apparently it's not. It really is this number. So this is why you need to figure this out for yourself. So I'm just going to share these numbers with you. Um, Just to give you a little bit of history, when I was doing WW and I had lost my weight initially, I had gotten down to, and I'm 5'6", okay, I'm 52 years old, I'm healthy. I had gotten down to my lowest weight was 137, I believe. My lowest weight ever was 134, 135. That was a long time ago. And it was very, it wasn't healthy for me at the time. It was when I was doing marathon training and stuff. But anyway, my lowest weight after WW was 137 pounds. And then, um, After a while, when I shifted over to calories and really fueling my body appropriately with macros, protein, and all of that, I kind of started gaining weight, but it was healthy weight. I was gaining muscle mass. So as time has gone on, and this is taking years, I'm not talking like a couple of weeks or a few weeks or a few months, I'm talking years. I slowly gained some muscle. (laughs) Oh my goodness, girl. You know, I sound like I'm stuttering because <clears throat> my son came in here to take the trash out while I'm in the middle of podcast, and he knows better, but anyway. So, okay, I'm back. <laughs> I heard a little crinkling sound, and all of a sudden, it turned around and scared me. I'm like in the middle of talking. Okay, I digress, but hey, this is real life. Yeah, so I gain muscle. I mean, I've been gaining muscle over the years. Um, so. My healthy lean, um, healthy lean with enough fat on me that I feel like I'm, I'm comfortable with that because let's face it, if you are really, really lean and you're trying to maintain that leanness, you can do it, but it's not easy. It takes a lot of effort and who wants to do that? I'm trying to live my best life over here. My life is not about being extremely lean, okay? So I hover around, I think, around 145 pounds, 145 pounds probably. So what I did was I I just chose 140 for my number, just for funsies. <laughs> so... If you calculate this out, 10 times 140, that's 1,400 calories. I pretty much know for a fact that's not enough calories for my body and my activity level. Um, 11 times 140. That's 1540. Uh, But I think my basal metabolic rate is right around there. So that's not really good either. Um, So mine is really more around the 12 times 140. Like it's 1680. Let's not get all specific. But you know, 1700 calories is my modest calorie deficit, um, give or take. So give or take. Why am I saying that? Because I think it's important for us to have a range somewhere a range between 100 and 200 calories so you can decide you know some days you're going to be more hungry than other days and that's okay add yourself another hundred calories um and some days you're not as hungry so what really matters is right averaging your calories over the period of a week what's your average so just just letting you know that's kind of what i've been sticking to in In all, you know, in all honesty, sometimes I really am quite a bit hungrier depending on my activity level, my run, if I take a longer run, or if my strength training in the gym is a little bit more intense, um, or if I end up in 21, 22,000 steps in that day, I know that I need to fuel my body because we don't want to, we don't want our body to be dipping into our lean body mass and making sure that you get protein, so I hope that helps, um, so be honest when you're putting in that activity level, like if you're writing in the, if you're doing the calorie calculator uh, number, go ahead and be really honest with that. Like if you're really sedentary and you're not getting any exercise, be honest, get get those numbers right. Um, and if you're very active, if you're exercising four or five times a week, then, you know, pick that. That's the one I pick, four to five. I think that's the one I pick because, you know, I do definitely relax on the weekend. So... Um, And I do have to sit a lot sometimes for my job, my work, but um, I do try to get in my steps every day too. Anyway, let's move into the protein, why you need to get your protein. Number one, you know that if you're strength training, girl, you have got to be getting your protein in. If you don't have, if you're not getting enough protein in your diet and your strength training, thinking that you're going to build muscle, how? How do you build muscle when you don't have the building blocks for muscle? That's what your protein is. Your protein is going to help you give you the building blocks to build your muscle. Um, Aside from that, if you are in a calorie deficit, you absolutely, want to make sure you're getting enough protein so that you will maintain your lean body mass. This is the problem with a lot of diets out there because you, you can be in a diet and sure, you can lose weight right? You can lose weight. But some of that weight you're losing is critical. It's essential lean body mass because what happens is your body needs needs energy from somewhere. If you're not giving it the energy it needs, it's going to dip into your muscle stores. Let's not get complicated. Keep it simple. I'm going to keep it simple every single time. Get your protein. How much protein do you need, girl? You need to be, you need to calculate. Um, at, here's what I, this is the, the bottom line, right? 0. 0.7 grams up to one gram of protein and so that's a range and so I want to encourage you to calculate that range calculate the range so that way you're hitting the range and shoot for the higher end if you're not used to getting protein enough protein every single day That's okay. But I do want you to, and how do you know you're getting enough protein? Well, you're going to be tracking this, right? Inside of some kind of a food tracker like MyFitnessPal. So you can see how many grams of protein the foods you're eating are. And when you do this, I want you to be, if you're not used to getting enough protein, don't freak out about that number. Just be realistic and say, you know, okay, I haven't been hitting that lower range. That's my target now. That is your target. Do that for a bit. Get used to tracking your protein and knowing what foods have enough protein and and then start building from there. And besides that, if your body is not used to getting the the protein that your body really needs and you start dumping protein into your body i'm pretty sure your body is not going to be happy with you girl so let's increase that incrementally a little over time okay and that goes for fiber as well there's a lot there's a lot this this concept goes for just about everything we cannot just turn our lives upside down and start changing something all in all at once that's just not how science works effectively. The best way is to titrate, which means slowly, slowly increase that protein over time, okay? So I do recommend that you hit one gram of protein per goal body weight in pounds. You can shoot for that, but make sure you have a range. Like I said, do the calculation, 0.7 grams up to one gram of protein per goal body weight. Goal body weight, not your current body weight, okay? So you want to do that with your goal body weight. Like I said, how are you going to know what foods have how much protein? Um, Well, like you just need to be tracking your food or look it up. Okay, you're going to get your lean protein. I don't need to go into a whole protein lecture here, right? You're going to get your lean proteins in poultry like chicken and you're going to get it in fish and you can get it turkey, um, (laughs) seafood, there are other protein sources, yes, right, plant-based proteins as well. We're not going to get into all that, but I do want to encourage you to get it in. And if you calculate it out and you go, oh, my goodness, that's a lot of protein. How am I going to do that? Let's break it down. Split that up over the day, you know. How, how can you split up that amount, making sure that you get 30 to 40 grams of protein in a meal? Uh, maybe your snacks have 20 grams of protein, okay? Oh, and dairy. Dairy is another way to get your protein in. So get get a food tracker. I recommend using MyFitnessPal and you don't need the you don't need to get a subscription. You don't need to. Some people want it and that's okay, but you can use the free version of MyFitnessPal. It's it's easy to use and it's free. It's free. Yes, it doesn't have a food scanner anymore it used to but so what? If you are tracking your foods in there, just type in the food and do a search. And as you do this over time, MyFitnessPal is really good about remembering the foods that you eat. So it just pops right up when you start to type in the food. So get the FitnessPal, MyFitnessPal, the free version, and it is free. You will see your macros on there. You can look that up, see how to use it, track your food, track your protein in here. When you put in the grams of protein that which by the way, you're gonna be putting this in manually inside of my fitness pal. Same thing with your calories. Do not allow your fitness, your I'm sorry, not fitness, your food app to determine your calories. Yes, I know you can put your information in, your age, your weight, and all the blah, 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 into your food tracker and it will spit out a number for your calorie deficit. Please don't do that. Please don't. Please use the method that I just talked about, setting your calories for yourself. You're gonna go inside of my fitness pal and you're gonna put in the, you're going to manually put in how many calories, how many calories you want, and you will manually put in how many grams of protein. Now here, because it's the free version, right, you're not going to be able to say I want exactly 140 grams of protein, right? Because, well, it's got ranges and you have to pick because it's the free version. But so what? Put 150, but you know, you don't need to go that high, but pick a number. It's going to be a toggle, you're gonna have to toggle it in. And you might be saying, okay, but what about my carbs and fats? Okay, I've got my, my protein set here. It looks like it's at 40%. What about carbs and fats? Please don't worry about that. Make sure it's 40% on your protein, not 40%. Make sure that whatever your amount is, is set, whatever that percentage is, it's fine. Then the other two percentages for your carbs and your fats will need to equal all, you know, everything will need to equal a hundred, a hundred percent. So a A starting place, a very simple starting place you can do would be like a 40, 40, 20, 40 protein, 40 carb, 20% fat. Right around there is just a starting point. If you really want to take a, you know, if you really want to get all nitpicky about your macros, that's fine. Fine. Have fun with that. Some people like that. That's great. But really, it's not complicated. I want to just ease your mind. I don't get complicated with that myself. Um, what I do is I make sure I'm hitting my, my calorie target. I definitely make sure I'm getting my protein because I want to maintain my lean body mass here, girl. And the other thing that I do is on the days that I know that I'm expending more energy, like on my running days, I just eat more carbs that day. That might be another hundred or 200 calories in carbs, you know, whether it be, um, you know, some extra cereal in my bowl, or an extra couple of pieces of fruit, um, an extra bar, you know, snack bar, these kind of things um, will add the extra carbs in. And I I know because I'm giving myself the energy that I because, because that's what's happening when I increase my energy expenditure is I need more carbs, I'm definitely getting my my protein. um, And there's a there is a lot to be said for fat. So please make sure you're getting your fat But and you know that's going to be your smaller amount. That's going to be your twenty to thirty percent range for your fat. But again, calories and protein. I cannot emphasize that enough. Especially if you're new at this. Why do you want to? Why do you want to? Let's get yourself all complicated. Let's start small. Let's start little. Like just get down the basics: calories and protein. If you're not, if you haven't been doing this, do not beat yourself up over it. Just Get started and start learning about the foods that you're eating. If nothing else, just start tracking all your food. I mean, who cares? Just don't even don't even worry about macros for now. Just track so you can learn and see, oh, wow, that's how many calories that has. All this time, I didn't know that whatever this food item is has 400 calories or 500 calories. You might be surprised. There isn't anything bad or good about that. That the good part is you're learning, and that's what matters. So if you need to just track, don't worry about it. Don't worry about hitting a goal of a number. Start small, and if that's where you need to start, girl, I just want to encourage you to do that. Do that for yourself. Just do that. Just start learning. Just start learning. What you know? What what calories am I eating right now? What what? Because a lot of people don't even know. This is the thing. You know, I should have said this in the beginning, but I'm gonna say it now. A lot of people. They want to lose weight and they're like, I'm going to get into calorie deficit, but you know what they don't know? And then this is so fascinating to me. They'll put themselves on a thousand cal- thousand calorie diet or a 1200 calorie diet. And that is very extreme, especially if they don't even know what their maintenance is. If they don't even know that for months or years, they've been eating, I don't know, 3,500 calories on average a day and that's what's been maintaining their weight a calorie deficit for that person could just be minus 500 calories for the long haul for a while very simple you know you can you can subtract those so what am i trying to say right most people don't know what their maintenance calories are So that's a great place to start because girl, if you change nothing and you just track your calories day after day for a good seven days, 10 days, make sure there's a whole weekend in there. Don't change how you eat, track it all. And then look at the average, just how you eat. I know it's going to take work, but you're worth it. You're worth the time. Take the time, track everything and make this like, this is your school. This is your lesson you're learning about yourself and find out what have I been eating? What, what is my average calories normally? Now you're going to know, you're going to know, oh, okay. So to maintain my current weight, I can just keep eating like this or all I need to do is subtract about 500 calories a day and I'll be in a calorie deficit. It's just an idea. Again, there's no perfect number. It's going to take some time for you to figure this out. But I, but I do want to just encourage you if all this feels overwhelming, it's like a lot, just start slow. Just start learning by tracking, just by tracking what you already eat. Um, so the other thing I want you to do when you're in MyFitnessPal, something a lot of people um, don't do and they get all you know confused and like, oh, but this is adding more calories, adding calories back into my calories. And that's because, you know, calories burned, right? People want to add back calories that they burned. Please don't do that. That's just going to trip you up. It's going to confuse you. And I'm going to tell you right now, I guarantee you, and studies have proven this, it's all you can go do the research yourself. Fitness trackers are notoriously inadequate they're just, they're inaccurate. So do not go off of your Apple Watch or your Garmin telling you that you burned 500 calories in that workout, because it doesn't know. Let's not do that. I really would rather you stick to your modest calorie deficit or your calorie calculator number, whatever it is for now. And then on those days, give yourself a little extra if you feel like you need it. Because again, you're gonna be hungrier some days than others. The goal is that your average over that week is gonna be in the calorie deficit range, okay? Um, so how do you take, how do you stop that on MyFitnessPal? And like, I'm only talking about MyFitnessPal because that's what I, that's what I've been using for years and it's the only thing I can talk about. I know some people like to use the Lose It app and there's probably other apps out there, but I'm just speaking for MyFitnessPal. If you use it, if you're diving into this and you want to use it, you're going to have to go in there and you're going to have to check mark, um, steps, like (laughs) do not count steps. So you don't want your fitness pal to be counting your steps because it's going to add back in calories. And you don't want that because it's going to get confusing unless it's not confusing you (laughs) because some people don't care. They're just making sure they hit their calories and they realize that it's adding back calories, but they're not eating back the calories. So totally up to you. But I just wanted to make you aware of it so that you can do something about it if you want to. Okay, so now let's talk about realistic weight loss expectations and i've talked about this before so i'm not going to harp on this but healthy sustainable weight loss is going to be 0.5 pounds up to two pounds a week and this is definitely going to be very specific to the person the more the more fat the more excess fat you have on your body um the more you can expect to lose on the scale week to week, um, as opposed to somebody who has less fat on their body to lose. So um, just realize that the more weight you have to lose, you know, the more you can you can expect to see weight loss. So healthy, sustainable weight loss, 0.5 pounds up to two pounds a week and re- and remember that's if you're being honest with yourself and you're honestly tracking and you really are taking taking note and really tracking and logging your data it's so important to log your data so that you have something to go off of you know you cannot you you cannot make adjustments or changes to something you have no measure you have no measure so how do you know this is the whole reason why tracking is so important so you can actually know your track record and what you need to do differently. Because if you have nothing, you have you have no data, then you have nothing to measure. Uh, it's it's a simple concept, but believe me, a lot of people don't even think about that. You can ask somebody, how consistent are you being on your calorie deficit? And they're like, oh, I think I'm being pretty consistent. Well, how do you know? And they're like, uh, <laughs> yeah, you don't really know. Okay, so track your consistency. Um, I guess I should put a plug in here for that. Get your consistency calendar. We've talked about that. Um, I provide a free consistency calendar. If you want to sign up for that, we'll put that in the show notes. Chrissy, please put that in the show notes, the consistency calendar, how to get signed up on on that list so you can get um, the consistency calendar every month. And in there also talks about how you can set your calories. So if you want all that straight to your inbox with all those instructions on how to set your calories and have a consistency calendar to print out. Um, it's the same one we use inside of rock that business so you can feel like you're a part of us because you are Um, print that out so yeah that's a way to do it please track 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 and I want to stop here and talk about this realistic expectations like I said if you have less fat on your body to lose you can expect this process to take longer and it's going to feel like it's going to feel so slow what do they say like slow as molasses or whatever but it's going to feel very slow. I'm telling you right now because it feels that way to me. Um, I don't have a lot of fat on my body. Um, I'm just trying to lean out a little bit so that my my jeans are feeling more comfortable and my clothes are feeling more comfortable. Um, and I'm also want to get back to my leanness around my waist and see what is what do what is my abdominal area look like now past my you know now that I'm beyond surgery and I'm healing up what do these ab muscles really look like now? Like, but by the way, side note here, I never really had visible abs until I got serious about understanding my nutrition and my fitness um, when I was, what, forty nine fifty, So there you go. I've not always had visible abs, but now that I know that I can do it, I wanna see what those abs look like post-surgery. I mean, you know? So, so yeah, so I'm trying to lean out and that doesn't mean I'm gonna get, I don't know what's gonna happen, you know? That's one of those outcomes that I'm I'll get there when I get there, so long as I'm focusing on my process here and this is my process, what I'm sharing with you today. So so speaking of that, I want you to have realistic expectations when it comes to your, your fat loss. Don't think if you don't have a lot of fat to like, if you're if you're one of those women, if it's you where you're like, I just need to lose five pounds, or I just need to lose about 10 pounds and I'm gonna be happy. Please take a look at this, okay? Number one, I want I want to encourage you if you're not already strength training, the that I want you to be strength training because you need to build some muscle in your body and not just diet and try to get the scale down. Because what's happening is you are losing body mat. You're losing your lean muscle mass okay maybe you're losing weight but what you end up doing is you become what what's called and for lack of a better way to describe it it's described by many people in the industry as skinny fat so while you may be on the scale at an ideal weight you don't have any shape to your muscles because your lean body mass is, um, you know, is declining, basically, you want to be building muscle and you want to have adequate building blocks to build that muscle. This is why you want to have enough calories to build to have energy and build that muscle on your body. And when you do this, This is going to help you increase your metabolism. What is metabolism? It is the rate at which your body processes energy, processes calories and food, everything that you put in it. So when you have that muscle mass, muscle requires energy just for existence. So you can see why you you will have the ability to eat more because your body needs it. Your muscles need energy. So why am I telling you this if you have five to 10 pounds to lose? Because you may not have five to 10 pounds to lose, like myself, I know that I have quite a bit of muscle mass on my body. So it's not realistic for me to say, I want to lose 10 pounds. No, that's not realistic. Because I mean, sure, it could be if I decide to stop strength training and not, you know, making sure I get protein, and then I'll be like, you know, losing, losing, losing weight on the scale. Um, And yeah, I can easily, I could become skinny fat, I could lose the muscle mass and get down very low weight on the scale. Is that what you want? No, it's not what you want. So let's, let's do a mind shift. Let's get into the gym or in your home gym. Let's start lifting some, 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 (laughs) I was going to say lifting some muscle mass. Start lifting some weight, girl. Make your body work and build muscle so that you can focus not on losing weight, but losing inches and firming up your body, firming up your muscles, firming up your skin. So I hope I, I hope I'm getting my point across here. You may not need to lose five or 10 pounds. You might not. You might just need to be building muscle and watch what happens. Watch how you will lose inches building muscle, increasing your metabolism so this is part of being realistic with your expectations like myself I don't have a lot of body fat so is it realistic for me to say I want to lose 10 pounds no it's not I mean especially if I'm trying to lose fat I do not want to wreak havoc on my metabolism my endocrine system so I'm going to be in a modest calorie deficit I'm gonna be very I'm very diligent I'm going to be paying very close attention meticulously to make sure I'm getting enough protein and also to make sure I'm fueling my body with adequate carbohydrates, adequate energy, because I do expect, it's a, it's a balancing act. So let me just say, it's going to be very different for somebody who doesn't have, who doesn't have a lot of weight, fat to lose than someone who has a lot. Okay. There's a big difference and it's, it's going to be different in terms of like difficulty level as well. I'm not going to say, oh, you know, it's easier or it's harder you are wherever you are in your own fat loss journey. And, and it is harder for some people. It really is. Oh, (laughs) I just realized that I didn't talk about who this program is for. Hello. How did I skip number one? (laughs) All the distractions. Oh my goodness. I shoot. I really appreciate that you love me anyway. Should I backtrack now? I'm going to backtrack. Yeah, I am. Back it up. Back it up. Who is this for? Who is this for? It is for the healthy individual who does not have any medical issues. And I have any like thyroid issue or any kind of metabolic issues. Okay. It, that's who it's for. What I'm talking about is just healthy individuals. Yeah. Yeah. Are you in menopause? Okay. Okay. No excuses. It might take you a little longer. It doesn't matter. Let's not make excuses and not use that as an excuse. If you think you have a thyroid issue or some kind of metabolic issue or some kind of medical issue that's preventing you from your healthy, okay, we're, we're talking health here, your healthy fat loss, your healthy weight loss for the long haul, we're building a lifestyle here. If you think you're having an issue, let's not make that an excuse. Go find out, go get yourself, go get metabolic testing, go to your doctor, get your blood work done and find out if you need something. Do you need to get on thyroid medication? It's, it's, it's likely, right? Some people need that. Sometimes you're going to be hypo or hyperthyroidism, right? So who is this for? It's, it's really for, for everyone. If you're healthy. And you have things in check. Now, if you're if you're on medication that makes it harder to lose weight, okay, that's different too. But I'm not talking about these um, outlying issues, these medical issues. I'm just talking about your everyday, all of us, everyday healthy women trying to get healthy and lose fat and get fit, okay? That's who it's for. I had to say that because there are some women that make excuses like, my metabolism is slowing down okay this is exactly what i want to talk about real quick here why who it's for it's for everybody and you know why because metabolism there are studies there's there are two a couple of huge studies one was in 2020 2021 and one in 2022 last year um harvard and ohio state university and pennsylvania like these studies are showing Um, and they're great studies. They really are. And they're showing that metabolism does not really slow down from the ages 20 to 60. You can expect that metabolism, there's no significant loss of metabolism, okay, in, in that age range from 20 to 60. And they say that that the metabolism can begin to decline after age 60. I'm sorry, yeah, 60 or age 63. I'm not gonna get into all of the numbers and read the research. Please go check that out for yourself. Go do some research. It's really fascinating if you're into that. Go check out the research. But here's the point. The point is we don't need to make that an excuse anymore. There's no such thing. No, your metabolism is not slowing down. You know what's happening? You're slowing down. What's happening is we are slowing down in this age range where we have a lot of responsibilities, we have family to take care of, we have careers, we're sitting down a lot, we have a lot of conveniences that keep us from moving our bodies. That's what's happening. Our level of activity has really gone down. Our metabolism hasn't gone down. So we have to make a concerted effort. We have to make we have to make intentional, intentional movement, intentional exercise, intentional strength training. Okay so there that's who it's for and metabolism does not slow as you age new research is out what we thought is not really true so no more excuses and and i mean that and if but if you do have an issue with your thyroid there's no shame in that just go get it checked and if you get on get your medication and get that balanced out over time once you get that balanced now There's no excuse. Now you can get yourself on a program, start working it out, girl. It might be more challenging. I'll give you that. No doubt. Anytime we have a limitation, a physical limitation, we're going to have, it's going to be more challenging. There's, I'm not going to cookie, you know, cookie coat this, sugar coat this. (laughs) I'm not going to sugar coat this. Some of us do have limitations and it makes it harder, but it's not impossible. Okay. You can still make progress. Boy, am I going on today. Okay, so we get back to have a realistic expectation. If you only need if you think you need to lose five, ten pounds, let's get realistic. Like myself, okay. I'm thinking I just want to lose actually not lose weight. I I I really am focused in and my intention is to lose four about four pounds of body fat. I don't know I don't really know, you know, if that is going to be the outcome. I'll know as I go because of where I'm at in my own, in my own physical fitness journey. And, you know, if I get to a point where I know that I've put, I've been doing the process and I've been honest with myself and I've been accurate and I've been meticulous with it and I have the data to prove that, okay, this must be my healthy weight and I'm really happy here. I don't want to work harder to get leaner and I'm happy in my clothes, and I'm happy with my pictures, like, you know, we need to look at other measures when it comes to, to our progress. So, like I say, um, it's going to take me many weeks to try to lose four or five, or three or whatever it was, but how many, two to five pounds of fat, because for me, realistically, in, in the scope of like four weeks, I may be able to lose two pounds of fat. I may. I don't know, okay? I don't know. All I know is that I'm working on myself every day and I'm going to stay consistent. And like I said, when I get to four, five, six weeks, we'll see what's going on. But I'm going to stay consistent even though I haven't. Okay, what are we in week? I think I'm in week like, I started December 28th 8th, to be honest I know I'm counting on social media the days of January because it's just easier but I realistically started December 28th at 154 50 yeah 154 pounds Woo! that's the highest I've been um yeah since the beginning of all my weight loss journey this time around um and so so what there was a lot of water weight involved there too I lost about three pounds of water weight pretty quick after a week or two. Um, And so now I've been hovering around 148. You see? So that looks like six pounds. Whoa, six pounds in just a few weeks. Mm. Yeah, you know, and then people will get frustrated. They get on the scale every day and they're seeing 148. 148. 148.6. Oh, 149. Yeah, because I had, you know, extra carbs and pickles yesterday. You know, and then I go back down to 148. 148. I, yeah, that's where I'm at. I've been hovering around 148, 148.6. And anyone else, most people will get frustrated with that, but I'm not going to get frustrated with it. It just is what it is. And I can look at all the things I'm doing, the action steps I'm taking, and say, yeah, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. And this scale is weighing everything. And I'm feeling really great. I feel great have energy I'm feeling stronger I'm getting leaner. I can feel my clothes feeling loose you know not looser but fitting better so these are the kind of things you want to look at when you're looking at progress so so be realistic about your weight loss goals what's realistic for you and and adjust your adjust your expectations because I don't want you to get disappointed and then just throw in the towel. If you know you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, then pay attention to the data and make adjustments. You can make adjustments. So, but, you know, that's going to take us right into this next topic, which is going to be the scale, the scale weight. So let's talk about that so you can know when do you make an adjustment? What do you do? So you need to be tracking your weight, okay? We've talked about staying in a calorie deficit so you can lose weight. But if you aren't tracking your weight to see what's going on with that trend, you're not gonna have the data that you need to make adjustments and figure out what to do next. So every morning, this is what I do, and this is what I recommend our clients do, is that you get up and you you know go, go to the restroom, Take your potty break, really, before you eat or drink anything. And in your birthday suit, you're going to get on the scale. And you're going to take that number and you're going to document it. Well, there's a few apps online you can use to document your weight. You can even document it inside of my Fitness Pal. There's a place in there. Um, there's, a, there's an app called Weight Gurus. You can log it in there. There's another app called Happy Scale. You can log your weight there. And there's another one called My Weight. So there's plenty of apps out there to help you log your weight daily. And you might be going, oh my gosh, I don't want to weigh myself every day because it's going to drive me crazy. You know what? If the scale drives you crazy, but you know you can stick to your, ac- your actions every day that you need to do, that's fine. Go ahead. Put the scale away. But here's the reason why using that scale weight can be helpful to you and your data. You can log your weight every single day and Do not get discouraged by fluctuations because our body, our our, our body fluctuates. Our weight on the scale is weighing everything. Okay, everything, extra water, muscle, bones, fat. You name it. It's got it all on the scale. And if you ate a little extra yesterday, extra carbs, your body's going to hold on to more water. If you ate more salt, if you ate more sugar, it's going to hold on to more water. Myself, I know when that happens for me, I tend to hold on to an extra pound or so for not, not just a day, sometimes two days. So don't get frustrated with that and, and log your weight every single day. Now, like I said, you're going to see fluctuations. It could be three pounds that your bodies can fluctuate very naturally, three to five pounds, many people, three to five pounds. I tend to fluctuate somewhere between one to three pounds. Um, but it's different for everybody. Some people fluctuate a lot more, it could be up to 10 pounds, depending on your weight and your body. So Again, just track your weight every single day. And what you want to see is not that date, the weight that you see that day, but the trend. And so if you have been meticulous about tracking your calories and being honest and really, you know, doing the things you're supposed to do, getting, staying active, all those kinds of things, getting your hydration, keeping your stress level low, getting plenty of sleep. I know it's a lot, right? Work on your habits one at a time. But what you want to see is a trend line. After about four weeks, let's see what's going on here. Is the line, is it slightly going down? So like at day one, do you see the trend line has gone down slowly over 30 days and you have lost a total over that 30 days? Have you lost anything over that 30 days? If that trend line has taken you down at all over that 30 days, you have been in a calorie deficit. It's working. Keep going. If that line is straight and you see no change that line, right? Of course you have fluctuations, yes, right? On the scale and you see that fluctuation on a graph, but if that if that trend line is straight across on that graph, then no, you have been in maintenance. Bottom line, you've you've been in maintenance. You have not you have not lost. You you need to do an adjustment. You can do an adjustment. Oh. You know, do that adjustment and you that's up to you. Take it down 100 calories a day, right? Make that adjustment for yourself. And now don't make an extreme adjustment, just something slight. It, it could be, you know, you want to take it down to 300 calories for the week. Fine. Do that for yourself and then do the whole process over again for another four weeks. You are your own science experiment. You are your own experiment. And, and so after you've done this over a period over a long period of time you're going to find you're going to find your calorie deficit you're going to find you're going to learn so much about your body and your metabolism and this is what we do in rock that fitness and this is why there's the support and encouragement and accountability that we have in here which is awesome and the women are posting in there and talking about their own results which are great it's amazing and Again, I wanna I wanna say to not just be paying attention to that scale weight because let's face it, if you don't have a lot of weight to lose and you are strength training and you are you're building muscle and you are doing all the things that you know you said you're gonna do, you're taking action and your weight hasn't necessarily changed. What has changed? You don't have a lot of weight to lose. What has changed? I t- I'm telling you. What you will see if that's, if that's your situation and you're getting serious about your fitness, your health and your, and your fitness level is improving. Okay. You're going to, you're going to be feeling better. You're going to have more energy and more than likely, you will start to see that you're losing inches, you're going to feel your clothes are looser. This is how I know because measuring myself these days with a tape measure, it's it's a little, it's not going to give me personally, the accuracy that I need to know I'm making progress. So I'm definitely a clothes person, I know when I'm putting my jeans on. Yeah. And, and you know what, that to me is keeping life simple. Who cares? I'm at this point in my life, like I just want my clothes to feel good and fit, fit well. (laughs) So, so yeah. So be realistic when it comes to the weight and the weight that you are, that you are putting effort into losing. Okay. The last thing, the last point I want to make, and this is just really, really short. So many people, they embark on their fitness journey, their health journey, their weight loss journey with kind of like a, mm, not so sure, some kind of uncertainty about whether or not they're going to reach their goal. And I want to encourage you to get curious about that for yourself, what you believe about you, and about your ability to achieve your goal, your weight loss goal, whatever that is, right? What is your belief in yourself? That's called self-efficacy that you believe that you can accomplish that goal so ask yourself on a scale from zero to ten. Zero meaning oh i absolutely cannot reach that goal to ten being oh yeah baby i'm gonna reach my goal oh yeah i got my blinders on heck yeah i'm on it i'm doing this okay figure out where you are on that scale and be honest and i want to encourage you if you're not somewhere on the opposite on the other side of five closer to ten then I am going to urge you to really dig deep and start working on yourself. Start working on improving uh, improving your self-advocacy. And you can do this by little wins, little things like for example, if you don't exercise or get any activity at all, make yourself a goal that you're gonna walk for five minutes a day and do that for seven days. It might not seem like a lot, but only do it for five minutes for seven days. Give yourself a win. This is how you're going to slowly build your confidence in yourself. And I know that sounds so tiny and little, but you know what? Everything counts. And sometimes we have to start that small to start getting a win and believing in ourselves. Um, If you're beyond that and you know you can do that and you know you can show up to your workouts three times a week, we're in this piece of the puzzle of your health and fitness and your weight loss goal where do you struggle with your belief in reaching your weight loss goal what is it and what can you do to increase that increase that belief in yourself i want you to think about that i want you to to really press into that maybe you need to start maybe you need to maybe you need therapy maybe you need to see a counselor maybe you need some books on self-help In the areas that you're struggling in because it's not your fault you have had some programming in your mind that has gotten you to this place in the world and and you struggle with your self-belief because of it and so this programming that you had is not your fault so let's not beat yourself up over it just start working on it maybe it's something as simple as writing down self-affirmations and putting them on little sticky notes on your mirror putting them on your dashboard in your car putting them anywhere in the kitchen on the fridge self-affirmation if you don't even know where to begin go online do some research I need self-affirmation quotes motivational quotes Um, listen listen to motivational speeches go research motivational speeches there's so many speech so many people out there public speaking motivational speakers look them up I'm not even going to go into all that but I want to encourage you to increase your belief in yourself. You have everything, girl, you have everything you need inside of yourself. You have everything in you to become the best version of yourself. You have the greatness inside of you. You just haven't tapped into it yet, okay? Um, and that might not be for everybody, but I'm just speaking to you if that's you and you struggle with your self-belief, okay? um, Yeah, so there you go. Pay attention to that. Cause if you have if you're low on that belief scale, maybe you don't have quite the belief. Maybe you're at like three or two or four. That's kind of low. And when you have that, you're gonna have a tendency to give up and not follow through. And I don't want that for you. And you don't want that for you. So the first step is awareness. Oh man, I don't really believe in myself. I don't know that I can do that. I think it's for somebody else. Oh, and a rock can do it, you know. All right, Abby can do it. I don't know if I can do that. No, girl, you can. You need to be you, be the best version of you a little at a time every single day. Believe it. Believe in yourself. And find ways to get better at that. And that's a whole that could be a whole nother podcast. But anyway, I I just want to encourage you to get curious about where you are on that scale of believing in yourself to reach that goal. Okay. Now I want to just like um kind of like go back to the beginning when we were talking about being persistent and the keys to being persistent and the keys to being successful was was four things, right? Number 1 that you have a purpose and you have a very strong emotional desire attached to that. Okay? That's very important. You got to have that strong emotional desire attached to it. Number 2 that you have a plan that you can put into action. That you have a plan that you can put into action. Number three, that your mind is closed off to all negative outputs, all negative messages from everyone and everybody out there. Your mind is closed off to that, even your own. You, that negative thought, self-talk comes in there. Mm-mm, 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 nope. And number four, accountability. Who are you accountable to? Who is that person that you can talk to, reach out to, be held accountable because they love you and care about you and they're going to remind you of your goals and they're going to remind you why you set out on this goal because it's not always easy. And yes, you're going to have hard times. This this process of becoming better, a little bit better, you know, you're going to have fun days. The days are going to be great. You know, Some days the sun is shining. It's a beautiful temperature oh my gosh, the flowers smell so good. There's unicorns and rainbows. Hmm, But it's not always like that. So on those days when you feel like you're in the dumps and the rain is coming down hard and there's lightning and thunder, there's your friend, there's your people, the people that surround you and remind you, hey, 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 don't worry. It's just a day. It's going to go by and the sun's going to come back out. So keep going, keep going. And I know I've said this before but I just want to remind you it doesn't matter how slow you're going as long as you're still going okay what matters more is the direction that you're going okay not the speed so stay on course and keep going well this has been so fun I've had so much fun with this one this is long I know I appreciate you taking the time to listen to all this I want to kind of reiterate real quick remember anybody can follow this if you are healthy and yes it's not good it's going to be a little bit more challenging for some of us if we have some limitations okay a little slower but you're gonna get there keep keep going all right who can do that that's you set your calories and protein learn your nutrition for yourself you owe this to yourself for your life for your lifestyle it's not a diet get your mind right all right and have realistic weight loss expectations and the scale is is not the only form of progress and believe in yourself okay believe 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 all right girl I love you so much I appreciate you and I really hope that this podcast has helped you if it's helped you and you know somebody else that it can help please share it hey by the way I want to ask this of you if you do me a, a favor here Um, If you've been enjoying my podcast, I want to get the word out. Help me out. Tag me, you know, share my podcast on Instagram stories and tag me so that we can share it with everybody and get some more women to hear. Um, There's hope and they don't have to be on the diet merry-go-round all the time. All right. Again, I just thank you so much for what you for, for taking the time. You could be listening to anything, anybody in the world. But thank you for listening to me talk this time I appreciate you have a great day keep doing what you do to take care of yourself girl you're the only one you know you're the only one that can do that keep making yourself a priority okay all right rock star you got this girl you got this come on self-care self-love all day every day let's go hold up girl i cannot go without giving you this opportunity we're going to be having open registration starting very soon with rock that fitness once again And if you don't know what Rock That Fitness is all about, so that's what we're talking about here, go to our website. The link is in our show notes. Go to the website. Find out all the details. Is it for you? Is this a good fit for you? If you're tired of being on the diet, merry-go-round, and you're tired of starting over, and you want to really learn what you need to do, what steps you need to take to make your health and your fitness a lifestyle rather than some kind of a diet and you want to be on a structured strength training plan so that you can start building muscle getting leaner stronger fitter losing inches rather than just losing weight on the scale all the things we talk about in our podcast here if it's something that you're interested in and you want to find out the details to see if it's a great fit for you go check out the website it's in the show notes so just you know had to let you know all right girl keep rocking that fitness and we'll